Hola, hola, chicas. Welcome back to Saludable Latina Podcast. As you notice, I didn't mention the word La Saludable Latina because I'm deciding to change it to Saludable Latina for community because it's not just I, it's a community. So with that said, I'm excited that we're in the new year of 2019 because 2018 definitely went by so quickly. And with that, a lot of women have been setting their intentions for 2019 with their New Year's resolution, vision board, word of the year, goals to be set so I know there's a lot going on for the month of January but I'm very excited to be back with the first episode for this month. As always, I am your host, Lilia Gomez, and I've created this space to promote health awareness within women's health topics. Each episode is made with love and support with the purpose of inspiring and empowering you to motivate one another to live a healthier lifestyle. The information shared on the podcast is not a substitution for medical advice or treatment. And as always, please follow up with your medical providers for any concerns or any questions that you might have about your health. In this week's episode, I had the pleasure to interview Paula Bettencourt from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and she is an amazing advocate in the wellness space. She actually practices yoni egg with self-love. She also does kundalini yoga to meditate, breathe, and center yourself spiritually, mindfully, and physically. And not only that, she's the founder of her business, Sacred Interiors. So in this week's episode, we're going to get to know a little bit about Paula. But before we get started, I'm going to let you know a little bit about who Paula is. So Paula believes in living spaces that are not only visually appealing, but functional that support you spiritually and emotionally. So when we had this conversation, we connected right away because I remember I did an episode a while back about creating a sacred space in your home for your well-being. And Paula's conversation on this is so dynamic that she brings a lot of new forefront comfort and ideas and perspective as why you need to have that sacred place in your home. Paula is the founder of Sacred Interiors Academy and the owner of Sacred Interiors. She is an interior designer that specializes in designing mindful and intentional spiritual living spaces. She is a natural home birth mama, and she is also an attachment parenting and breastfeeding advocate. She's also a student and a member of the Institute for the Study of Birth, Breath, and Death. She is also a Kundalini Yoga teacher and a Yoga for Youth ambassador. She studied residential space planning and design at the Art Institute of Pittsburgh and Fort Lauderdale and graduated from the Kundalini Yoga teacher training with Divakur Kalsha. So without further ado, let's get right into the episode. Listas? Here we go. Hello, ladies. Welcome back to another episode of La Saludable Latina podcast. I have a special guest tonight, Paula Benker. How are you doing today, Paula? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. It's a privilege to actually have you do an interview because I, we actually met at the Alegria Festival where you actually hosted a workshop for Yoni practice. But before we get into that, I wanted the audience to get to know a little bit about you. Paula, if you don't mind me sharing, where are you from? I'm from Colombia. And where are you currently living right now? And I live in, uh, in Boca, Boca Raton, Florida. Perfect. And I see that you've gotten into a little bit of yoni practice and kundalini yoga teaching as well. And you actually own a business called Sacred Interiors. Can we talk about how that all got started? Absolutely. Really, my whole path with those three things you just mentioned began with my miscarriage. The first pregnancy I had, which ended up in miscarriage, 
And that experience sort of took me into this holistic route of taking care of my body and taking care of my life in a different way. And the first introduction that I had to that path was Kundalini Yoga and Transcendental Meditation. And so from there, you know, this just whole world opened up in terms of how I could learn to control my own energy and really create my own energy and then use that energy to manifest the things that I wanted in my life. And so I'm also an interior designer. And in the last few years, what was born from this sort of passion for empowerment in my life and meditation and mantra and breath and yoga with the interior design part of my life sacred interiors was born and so you know the yoni practice sort of tied in after going through the miscarriages and the birth experiences and home birth experience was really amazing but what what it did was that being able to experience those births in the way that I did and giving birth without drugs and really becoming in tune with my body, I was just able to be sort of taken to this new space of honoring my body and honoring the beautiful energy that, you know, our bodies create. So That is very beautiful. Yeah. If you don't mind me asking, when you stated that what got you started into really healing your body and the energy and creating the space was going through your first miscarriage. Can you actually describe a little bit of the emotions and feelings and what your body was going through and why you actually seeked out um, to be able to find in those spaces of healing for um, Yoni and teaching how it created that space for you to move forward? it all started with the moment I found out I was pregnant and I felt this just overwhelming amount of fear which to me is now I understand was really this intuitive feeling of of what was going to happen next right and so it was just an overwhelming amount of fear more than the normal nervousness you feel when you find out you're pregnant you know and so from there when I miscarried, I was I was 11 weeks pregnant, I believe, and it was incredibly difficult emotionally. I actually wrote about that story and that, you know, sort of experience. And what I went through was incredible, an incredible spiritual moment because I was literally bleeding my baby out for hours. And I did this in a hotel in New York. I'll never forget it. This very luxurious marble flooring bathroom. And my husband at the time was really incredible in supporting me through that experience. But I just intuitively really knew that I was losing this baby that I so was dreaming about. And my yoni egg discovery didn't actually come to me until much, much later after I had both of my children already. And so when I discovered it, it just sort of tied in all these different areas of learning to know my body and learning to recognize how my body worked in any way. Thank you so much for being open and sharing your story because I think as women, sometimes we often get scared to even talk about the experience of a miscarriage because it's still taboo. This is still a sensitive subject to talk about. But I love the fact that you were able to embrace that experience where you say you were bleeding that moment for your baby and to really navigate to heal properly with your body your womb spiritually emotionally because 
I'm very familiar with that process. So when I met you at the Alegria Festival, I was like, I need to connect with you because I think at times we forget that going through that can sometimes bring awareness into our women to feel empowered, not to feel not to feel the fear, like you said, the fear that exists within us, but the fear to empower yeah. our healing as well. Absolutely. And and also really it was it was also a time that it, it brought me closer to really tuning into my life instead of being defined by whether I could have a baby or not because of the you know at the moment this fear of oh my god I'm never going to be a mom comes up you know and it's like well how can I really still love myself and feel worthy of being a creator and of having the life I want even if in some cases it ends up being that you can't have a baby you know which isn't necessarily the case but that was my experience I just had this giant fear of I'm never going to be able to have a baby so what? So then what? Yes, I completely can relate to that 100% because like you said, that fear kicks in. And then because we are also known like Latinas too, they kind of set the table for us as you know, you're growing up, you, you have that mother nurturing role. And once that fear kicks in and you experience a miscarriage, you, you kind of start having that doubt and that what if I can't do this one thing that we were made to do? And right. that kicks in in the drive of fear but that fear corresponds to your body so how did your body respond to that fear and then navigating it to heal where you discover the yoni practice right and so you know from there what started happening was i had my first meditation experience so i i had my first class to learn about meditation and what i learned was that, that i was able to now control my anxiety and those fears and that grief and that pain in a much safer space where I could just honor it and own it without feeling ashamed by it or consumed in the fear. And then from there, you know, about a year or so later on, I find out that I'm pregnant again. And so this time, you know, right before the pregnancy, I was just a lot more aware about what I was putting into my body, what I was eating. Juicing became a really important part of my life, avoiding chemicals and perfumes and all these things because I had learned about, you know, how they affect your capacity to conceive and your fertility or whatnot with dealing with your hormonal system. But after that and finding out I was pregnant again just brought me into the space of conscious pregnancy so much, so much deeper because of the Kundalini practice. So during that time, I learned to really honor what we call the Adi Shakti power, which is the divine creative power that we as women have, that is the essence of what makes us a woman, right? We can create, we just have this capacity to create life, literally, you know, have a child, but also we can use that creativity for so many other things, for birthing so many other things. And so I went through this natural pregnancy and beautiful birth, and then I still did not find out about Yoni Eggs until after my second daughter was born. And when she was born, I was sort of taken to like a, a bigger, um, higher perspective of what my body could do because this time, my third pregnancy, I was now birthing at home and birthing in the water and really just getting to know the contractions and embracing the pain and embracing the fear. And after I had her, was my first experience with yoni eggs and I was learn I started learning about them because I was trying to improve my marriage which was very shaky at the time and I was trying to find sort of like um, more exciting sexual information and practices to sort of spice up my romantic life mm -hmm. and through that I came upon yoni eggs and I started 
just becoming fascinated about how, what it does that is way more than increasing your capacity to enjoy your sexual pleasure more. And I started learning how it heals old experiences that you might have had, some pain, some sexual trauma, from miscarriages. And so I just started becoming really passionate about about the woman's body in general. And, you know, and then Sacred Interiors was born, which is my business. And then as I was learning about uni eggs, I'm like, well, it doesn't get more sacred than literally your womb. And that is exactly what, what uni means. Uni means in Sanskrit, it means, you know, the sacred temple, your sacred temple. And so... That is so beautiful. I know. It it really is so beautiful. And so the practice of yoni eggs really became this real deep um, self-care, self-honoring of me, more than all the other benefits of, you know, gaining control of your perineum and strengthening your pelvic floor muscles and, you know, increasing your capacity to have better orgasms stimulating all this like hormones in your body. So can you describe to our audience what a yoni egg is for those who are listening and they're thinking in their head like what is she referring to? How can you describe a yoni egg? Okay so a yoni egg is basically a natural stone that it's either you know usually it's a rose quartz or a jade egg or amethyst and they're basically stones carved into an egg shape and they are polished and they are worn inside of the vagina. And how does a yoni egg actually benefit being inserted into the vagina? Because you mentioned that it has several benefits. One was if you've been through any pelvic inflammatory trauma or sexual trauma or miscarriages, how does that yoni egg really strengthen the womb and the pelvic area? Okay, so for me, the biggest part that I like about the yoni egg is sort of the energetic work that it does within. So how it shifts the energy that might be stagnant and sort of stuck in that creative part of your body, right? In the womb, in this this sacred sexual center. And the part that I'm fascinated the most about is in Kundalini Yoga, we talk about your creative potential being your Kundalini and that energy center is at, at the sacral area. So at the very bottom of your spine, sort of where your sex organs are. And so when that energy there is awoken or awakened and it's developed, you're able to just sort of rise that energy from the bottom of the chakra up through the spine to go all the way up to your to your crown area, which is where you're able to connect with this infinite, truthful essence of who you really are. So that, to me, is the part that I love the most about my yoni egg practice and what I like to teach, you know, my students when I do teach about it. But on a physical level, yeah, there's strengthening of those pelvic floor muscles that, you know, help you be a lot stronger in that area. It also helps reducing PMS and menstrual cramps because it increases like all these blood flow in that area, all the cervical, you know, area is just filled with more more blood pumping through your body. And then in terms of hormones, you know, really you're just releasing all this, you know, all these love hormones, all this yummy, relaxing oxytocin through your body. And so that capacity to learn how to relax and to really surrender to that peaceful state of being is also incredibly healing when you have gone through trauma and when you have gone through a you know, a loss, a grieving process like a miscarriage is because, you know, it's a death. It's not just this 
you know, one out of four women have a miscarriage statistic sort of thing. There's real grieving that happens. Yes. So when you were able to practice yoni and then get to learn your body and heal your body, how did you get into the kundalini practice? Was that before the yoni egg or after the yoni practice? I learned about kundalini yoga before. So kundalini yoga I have been doing for about 10 years. And the way I connect, so I had heard of yoni yoni eggs and yoni egg practice before, and it just really never clicked for me. I was like, huh? You know, like... I really know that's kind of weird. I just wasn't into it at all. I just, a lot of my friends, a lot of like the people in my community were talking about it and I just never really felt connected. I only felt connected to really to my yoni, you know, to start with. But when I gave birth to my second daughter, Luna, at home, that was just like this big click for me. And what I, what clicked for me, and again, I I said this before, was that creative energy of the woman and the power of a woman and so this journey of really tapping into my feminine energy and really recognizing that women are the leaders of this age because of their intuitive powers because of the amount of compassion and of love that that we are built to express because of our capacity to nourish and nurture our children i became more connected with that feminine side of me Mm -hmm. and so i became an avid student of how my sexual energy directly affects that capacity to lead and that capacity to feel empowered. And so that's where, like, the yoni egg practice finally clicked into my life. So how soon did you actually start to practice yoni? Was it once a week, twice a week, every day? And what were the perks and benefits to you? So the thing with any new habit is that it takes a little bit of practice, right? I always say, like, you know, you try something one time and it might have a different effect on you than if you really were consistent with it and do it more often. So I started trying it occasionally, like it was sort of random. What I discovered was that I really enjoyed the ritual I became in love with. I I just created sort of this ritual to use the yoni egg. So it wasn't this thing where you just sort of insert it and do kegels, you know? Like to me, that was just like exercising and going to the gym, which is great for most people. I'm not a very big gym girl, but it's okay. But what what happened to me was I I learned to take the time for myself. So one of the benefits was that I I just began, like, I was craving the yoni egg practices. Like, suddenly I couldn't wait to get home to be able to do this for myself because I felt relaxed and I felt in tune with my body and in tune with myself. And I became, you know, I practiced my breath more. So some of the immediate benefits were just sort of a stress relief, you know. It became this practice of, stress really needs and then slowly and over time with practicing it more I just started seeing that my cramps aren't as bad when I get my period every month and I'm more connected to the time that I'm going to get my period those are just like little perks I discovered but my favorite part it really is just carving the time to just do this for me you know that's amazing because I think women often forget that when we think of self-care we think of like 
lotion and massages and spas but a lot of females and women don't think about their vaginas and their wombs their pelvic areas and I think it's really nice that you discovered how to do that self-care after your pregnancy with Luna because you started to realize that there was some self-care that needed to take place in that area. So when you were using the yoni egg, do you use it naturally just as it is or do you lubricate the yoni? Because I'm trying to picture like how do you place the yoni inside your pelvic area? Do you need to be standing up, lying down? Do you need to like relax and take a deep breath? What is like the normal routine of from someone who's curious and has never done it? So, you know, what's interesting to me was that, you know, what I what I have learned over these years of kundalini yoga practice and, and really about mothering has been that self-care really is just no longer a luxury. And it really is beyond getting a pedicure and getting a massage. It really is a necessity. It's like you cannot function without it. And so what what I realized, I just started seeing how easy it is to pay attention to so much outside of you instead of paying attention to the space inside of you. And when I realized that all that feminine energy really could get me, when I was in tune with it, could really get me to manifest the life that I wanted in general, it's like, well, that's sort of a no-brainer for me. So my ritual is pretty, um, pretty beautiful. I love my ritual. So this isn't really like the way you have to do the yoni practice um, it is recommended that there's some lubrication that does help how i do it is i start by setting up you know my space so i come into my room and i light some candles really sort of create the mood for for this moment right and then what i do is i make sure that i clean my eggs and i clean it by just putting it in, in um, hot water boiling water for a few minutes and then I like to, to use sage in my room, which is, you know, an herb that you can use, a plant that you can use to just remove sort of negative energy around your environment. And I sage my room and I sage my egg. For me, is like a way to just let go of whatever negative feelings I might be having in that moment or during that day. And then I actually fill my egg with an intention so I place it in my heart and I hold it and I close my eyes and I really set an intention for my practice is it that I'm you know wanting to be more loving to myself more, more kind is it that I'm wishing to connect with my intuitive side am I wishing to just sort of create more of a sexual experience because it can often turn into that it doesn't have to but it can and it's quite fun and then yeah, I'll get like a really good quality oil, you know, coconut oil or so, and I'll put a little bit of it in the egg, and the widest part of the egg goes inside your vagina first. And then what I usually do is I sort of recline back and, and just place it gently there. What happens is you start getting to know your body enough where it's like you feel that, that your yoni is ready to receive it, and it just sort of like the egg just sort of bloop, it just sort of like goes in it's it's quite cool and so sometimes it takes a little longer because it might just not be ready for it so i might wait you know yeah so how would you actually advise a woman who like let's picture like for the women who go get their pap smears done and some women actually 
get tense, right? The fear exists and all of a sudden the body's tensing. How would you advise a woman to be able to do self-care with yoni and then how to be able to like relax and uh, implement the yoni, um, especially in the, uh, with the woman who has maybe a small cervix area or has really high body tensity when it comes to like placing something in your vagina? The first and most important aspect of really any intentional or any conscious practices is the breath. So, you know, my first, the first thing we need to do is connect to the breath. And the breath is such an important part to learning how to relax and training our nervous system to relax. And when we learn to relax and we learn to to train our nervous system, we learn to stay a lot more calm during challenging times. We learn to tune into our intuition a lot more. We learn to be more, you know, more peaceful, more more capable of dealing with challenges. So all of those benefits come from practicing the breath and tapping into that sacred power of being a woman. So the first most important part is breathing. My favorite and easiest breath to teach is called uh, long deep breath. And what it basically is, you're going to just begin inhaling deeply through the nose, allowing the belly to rise and like filling up with all your air. And then once the entire belly is like blown up and then the lungs are filled with air, we exhale also through the nose and just exhaling completely and doing that for a couple of minutes before starting your practice really will just set the tone. And then during the practice, Part of the reason I sage my egg and sort of let go of any negative imprints, it might just become, you know, letting go of old mindsets of what it means to insert something into your vagina, right? So a lot of it is really being able to shift shift that mindset, but that will definitely help just relax enough to just feel more open and more, more peaceful. I think you have a great point where you have to shift the mindset in order to teach your body and love your body to be able to now be able to insert and love that area and space so thank thank you so much for sharing that with your teaching with yoni and kundalini yoga how was sacred interiors born oh my god sacred interiors is another baby of mine so i spent all this time lucky enough to be a stay-at-home mom for nine years almost nine years and you know my life became my my home my life became my children my life became my self-care and my spiritual sort of journey and i kept having this dream of like how do i put all that i am so passionate about and that i've learned all these years into one and then of course also i'm an interior designer so i have this passion for beauty in this physical way also manifesting beauty in in your home but I just could not see myself just decorating someone's house. It just doesn't feel fulfilling enough. So Sacred Interiors was born out of understanding in my own life how I could align the interior of me, who I am, my essence, with my exterior and be able to sort of make that beauty tangible. But it has to come from within. So that's what Sacred Interiors now is all about is I help women learn and see how they can align 
their essence and their interiors with their exteriors in their home. I think this is really fascinating because I remember recalling feeling a space in my home of emptiness after my second miscarriage. And I remember I allowed myself to be in the space of being sad and mad and vulnerable and crying and happy all at the same time. But I didn't want this stamina and this vibe and aura hanging on to my house. And I remember one of the first things I thought is I wanted to make the space a healing space where it's warm and welcoming, not just for myself, but for my husband and for my family members and friends who come visit. Because just like yourself, like I was healing inward and now I needed to bring it outward. So when you're describing sacred interiors and being able to help women identify a space for their well-being, can you explain or give us an, an example of how that looks like for you when you do work with a client and trying to bring out the best out of that space for the individual as a whole? So, I mean, I get goosebumps even though I talk about this all the time. But so what I what I discovered with this passion of, of design that I had, but also this passion of being a homemaker and a caregiver and a stay-at-home mom was that to me, my, my home became my refuge because this was the space where I not, not only experienced, you know, death, I mean, every time somebody, and I unfortunately am just realistically have lost a lot of people in my life, so every time I received those news, I was home, yes. and every time I found out I was pregnant, I was home, and coming back home after a miscarriage was just like entering this this refuge finally because I, I experienced my miscarriage while I was traveling, so that was like... I'm going to have to create my own space here, but this is in my home was my refuge. So there was this longing for my home. And then the ultimate sort of like blissful experience of giving birth at home became this like just puzzle piece that tied in where I'm like, our homes are sacred temples. They are sacred spaces. We need to honor them because this is where the magic of our life happens. The most beautiful things and also the most difficult things, you know, all those nights I spent contemplating getting a divorce also happened at home and so how do we how do we create a space that nourishes us and supports us during our life experiences so what that looks like now for my clients is I like to use sort of this energy intuitive reading of their homes and recognizing that there's areas for different things in your home like areas for prosperity, areas for loving relationships. There's specific areas within their home that support your travel adventures, your friends, your social life, your career, your spiritual life. And so I start with that map of energy of my client's home. And from there, we go into just envisioning what they want and what they want to achieve. You know, what kind of relationships are they trying to have with their children? The time we spend in the kitchen nourishing their bodies and, and cooking for them is important. So how can we make this space beautiful and nourishing? And so, of course, from there, you know, we use basic design principles of color and textures and, and, and furniture or whatever. But mainly, it's learning to work with the intention my clients have for each area of their life and how can they create a space within themselves with meditation, with mantra, with breath to support what they want 
and then creating a physical space that reminds them of that vision they have for themselves. That's really unique and very beautiful that you take the time to sit down with your client and get the feeling of each space, every room to be able to create something for their well-being, their healing, like you said, their career, which their health or food, nutrition or family or relationship is really amazing. I almost cried there for a minute because you mentioned that your home was also a a place of refuge because you experience a lot of death in your family and I'm pretty much in alignment with that because my home became my refuge like I needed to be in the space of allowing myself to feel anger and fear but I didn't want to hang on to that space no longer because I knew and I think for most people what happens is sometimes they're not able to let go of that and if you create the space for it you're able to honor it and let go and heal so I think it's a very yeah. beautiful and so what I love about that and I, I also get get chills because because there's different types of fear right so there's there's the fear of survival right there's the fear of feeling threatened and that fear is important we need that fear to survive and you know for me the experience of giving birth at the hospital the first time was this sort of experience that just took me closer to just knowing what my home was going to mean and I just knew that I was going to have a home birth next time because even though I was lucky enough to have the birth I envisioned in the hospital, it still wasn't my space. There was there was this fear of other people threatening my baby and threatening my body and my choices. And mm-hmm. so that kind of fear is like the fear of fight or flight that we don't need to experience inside our home. The fear our home supports us with is the fear of the unknown, the fear of you know, just pain and wounds that come from within. And so if we can have a home space that can become sort of a shelter for us, you know, it's like for me, I always say, I always share how I, you know, I would come come to my bed and just bring out my angel cards and just read angel messages while I just found out my brother died, you know, like that carried me through. If I was anywhere else and if I didn't see my space as, as supporting for me, I mean, what do you do? You, you end up sort of, I don't know, just confused and looking for external things to help you cope. But yeah. you don't have that sort of enveloping feeling of a shelter, you know? Yes, no, I completely understand. Thank you so much yeah. for being able to share your services and your story. If there was two tips you can give your audience as to with yoni practice or kundalini yoga or sacred interiors what would those two tips be i would say the first tip is to have consistency you know choose choose one breath choose one exercise make it make it the yoni practice if, if you're really called for it and stick to it and watch the magic unfold as you commit to doing it constantly and getting to know yourself and getting to know what you like and what you don't like. And then the second thing is just pay attention to your breath. Are you are you even breathing? I mean, so much of that cause of fear comes from not breathing. Our breath is so shallow. We don't use the capacity of our lungs enough. And breath is life. Breath is life force. And so check your breath and commit to a daily practice of some sort, whether it's breath or meditation or the yoniac practice. If people can find you on social media, where can they find you? My social media skills are improving and I'm a little <laughs> slow on, on that. So I think my sacred interiors by Paula is how you can find me on both Instagram and Facebook. 
sacredinteriorsbypaula.com is also my website. And if anyone has any questions, do you have a specific email that people can contact you? Yes, absolutely. Happy to help with whatever comes up. And my email is design at sacredinteriorsbypaula.com. Paula, I want to appreciate for taking the time out of your evening because I know you're in Florida and I'm in California, but I truly appreciate that you took the time to do this interview and really just bring awareness into what Yoni Kundalini and Sacred Interiors is all about. As you heard from Paula, it's being able to create a healing space for women, but not just gender and women, perhaps men too. It's just that often at times women are more proactive with self-healing processes. So if you have any further questions, you can also email me at la saluda latina at gmail.com and i hope to be able to see you again paula sometime in los angeles in the future and hopefully i'll get in contact with you after two to be able to set my first order for a yoni egg beautiful thank you yeah thank you for having me and thank you for connecting and um for the work you're doing too to just bring more more awareness to all these amazing topics thank you ladies. thank you so much i hope you have a wonderful evening with your family and friends Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Well, there you go, chicas. We heard it from Paula, Sacred Interiors, Kundalini teacher, and Yoni practice healer. If you have further questions, don't be afraid to reach out to Paula. She is in Florida, but she's created a service to be able to help women heal from any imprints that they're having a hard time with. Like she mentioned, remember to breathe but also get to know your body. Be aware of what your body is telling you and create the sacred space that you need in your refuge, in your home. Es todo por ahorita y buenas noches. Adios.